On September 4th, I drew a squiggle on Bitcoin's price chart. That squiggle plotted the path Bitcoin's price would take if it followed the same path as previous bull market consolidations. Bitcoin's price roughly followed that squiggle, as you can see in the chart below if you scroll down. Now that we've reached November 2021, there is no more need for this squiggle. What good does it do anymore? We reached the destination. As such, I'm going to retire the squiggle. Goodbye, squiggle. Scroll down for some content you may enjoy and make sure you catch what you catch up on what you missed in October. The October recap, you missed the Crypto is Easy monthly issue for October, buy and sell alert and market update for October 1st, 2020, uh, sorry, 20, October 1st, 2021. Updates from October 6th, October 13th, October 20th, October 27th, and, and October 29th. And weekend rundowns on from October 3rd, October 10th, October 16th, and October 24th. Also, listen to this episode of Bacon Wrapped Business Podcast entitled NFT Strategies for Experts, Authors, Creators, and Artists. You'll learn about some specific and interesting business models you can build with NFTs that are impossible with legacy technology. Tap the button below to listen to the episode. People will use NFTs for all sorts of productive and commercial purposes. It's amazing how durable, flexible, and applicable the technology is to all sorts of problems that have nothing to do with apes, JPEGs, or collectibles, if you know how to use them. Chainalysis released its 2021 Geography of Crypto report. Read that report by tapping the button below. Some takeaways. Crypto is everywhere in every country. While the U.S. has a ton of money, roughly 26% of the world's wealth, the crypto market is still driven by normal people who have little to no exposure to stocks, bonds, or any legacy financial product or service. Truly a new financial system. Also, peer-to-peer exchange is way more popular than I thought. Looks like emerging market economies and countries with unstable currencies prefer peer-to-peer. Other countries use conventional exchanges. Also, U.S. dominates DeFi and nothing else. Europe plays an outsized role in the, mar- in the movement of crypto around the world. It's the biggest market with the most touch points to other regions. And on a side note, the U.S. lags, continues to lag the rest of the world. It's not just that the best projects fled to other countries or started overseas. But actual usage and engagement is way lower than I would have expected given the size and relevance of the U.S. in the legacy financial system. Our loss, your gain. U.S. financial regulators aiming at how banks could hold Bitcoin and crypto assets, says FDIC's chairperson. Bottom line, FDIC, the U.S. agency that keeps banks solvent, wants to let banks hold Bitcoin for custodial services, collateral for loans, and assets on their balance sheets. My take. If this actually happens, which is a big if, it will fundamentally change the nature of Bitcoin as an asset and lay the foundation for massive long-term growth in Bitcoin's price and adoption in the U.S., if not everywhere else. Imagine all the Bitcoins people might stash in the quote-unquote safe hands of their bank. U.S. boomers have a ton of money, likely $60 trillion or more in financial in total assets. Thanks to long-time relationships with banks. Until those banks can make money off of Bitcoin without running afoul of U.S. regulators, they have no incentive to offer products or services related to Bitcoin. 
FDIC, working with other bank regulators, can carve a safe path forward. Whether that's good for Bitcoin itself is a different question, but let's save that conversation for another day. Why do we care? People go crazy about U.S. ETFs that simply give Wall Street a way to make money off of people who want to make money off of Bitcoin. Read Bitcoin or Bust, Wall Street's entry into cryptocurrency for my thoughts about ETFs. Once Bitcoin carves out a role in the U.S. banking system, the floor for its price will go up significantly as people who put Bitcoin into actual use, not just holding and selling. Unlike people who dabble with ETFs, people who deposit Bitcoin in a bank or post it as collateral generally aren't speculators. They intend to keep that Bitcoin for a while or redeem it far into the future. Lastly, Coindesk posted a two-minute blurb that includes a fun, awkward pause and a brief update on U.S. plans for regulating stablecoins. Also, a short update about the new U.S. infrastructure bill that does not have crypto provisions, that, that does not have the crypto provisions that were included in the previous version. You can uh, watch that video by scrolling down below. Cheers, November. Cheers to November. Three cheers to November. Relax and enjoy the ride. Welcome to Crypto is Easy, a podcast for people who want to go beyond the hype in cryptocurrency, step outside the daily noise, focus on the big picture, and figure out what really matters, usually the stuff you don't hear about on Twitter or the news. My name is Mark Helfman. I'm a top writer on Medium and Hacker Noon for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency topics. In Crypto is Easy, I provide exclusive content beyond the information I publish on my website and other outlets. If you like the podcast, read the show notes for a link to the Crypto is Easy newsletter or Google Crypto is Easy. In my newsletter, I offer a unique perspective and insights on Bitcoin and altcoins so you can make the most of this bull market. You'll also get my take on some promising smaller cap altcoins you probably have not heard of, as well as occasional guest posts, interviews with notable people in the cryptocurrency community, videos, podcasts, and articles you may find useful. Unless otherwise noted, everything you hear in my podcast will be my own thoughts and opinions, and none of it should be construed as financial advice. Relax and enjoy the ride.